Right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island cast. I am Chris Phelps and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Where <laughs> the hell do we start with this one? <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you pick a subject, let's go with it. There's plenty of got... off our chest. You know what, so we're obviously recording right after the show. I, I My head was all about Yuande, Danny and Arabella, that whole triangle... But we've got to start with Moore and Tom, don't we? <laughs> that is just the most David Brent thing I think I've seen on this show today. We've called out Anton and Curtis for David Brent-like behaviour. But for me, that absolutely just nailed it. That was the perfect balance of you know trying to be one of the lads but failing making some joke that really isn't that funny in the first place, but just doing it with spectacular bad timing <laughs> to get that perfect you know, outcome of hilarity and something that is just butter-clenchingly embarrassing. <laughs> That's why he wins the Brent Award for me. Oh, my word. And you were so right. And I'm... If you do, obviously, if you've listened to the podcast from the start, and I know there's plenty of you out there binge-watched it. Myself and Dave are massive fans of The Office, and this is why we keep saying Brent, because David Brent is the epitome of cringe. And the, the, Dave, I swear to God, Anton, he's got nothing on this lad. I mean, Tom, I've had a p- bit of a poke on social media saying, like, where's Tom, like, where's Wally, and putting pictures up, because they literally phased him out. Oh, my word, did they bring him back in? And, and what, what was more disturbing was the way he put it on Mora earlier in the episode, he just thought, right, we're on, you're having a kiss, and that's it. I mean, she, you know, reciprocated. It wasn't like he did anything wrong, but it was very upfront. And then that at the end, oh, my, I was, me and Sam were sat there in bed watching it, and I was absolutely crying. I was like, no, no, you absolute, because I don't get what he was trying to gain out of doing that because that's pure not only is he looking down on her and being totally narcissistical it's also sort of like well she's easy isn't she and that's like no it's just wrong and I know I've been on and off team more as bus here and trained more times than anything but genuinely that's so out of order Dave I don't even think when I was that age I would have would have even said something like that and certainly you're not going to say it when she's three feet away I mean talk about killing the mood it's <laughs> what are you playing at Oh, it, it, it was spectacular, though, wasn't it? I mean, but that's why it is so Brent. I mean, he's just misfired so badly. And, you know, just calling out, you know, let's just see if, if she's all mouth. I, I can't see any woman on this planet then going, all right, yeah, let's let's just go for it then. He's put her in an untenable position. And I don't think she was that bothered in the first place. He stuck it on her. And for me, I'm I'm with you. I mean, it, it, he went for it, and okay, she reciprocated, but it didn't feel earned to me. No, that no, relationship. No. So it, he's he's done well there. But like when he's coming back, and the blokes, the reaction from the other blokes is classic. I must have watched that. You know, people have got it up straight away on Twitter. I just watched it about three more times, and Tommy is, and everyone's just diving on the bed like, oh, what's he fucking done now? <laughs> and he comes back, and he's like, I fucked it. 
I fucked it. <laughs> yeah, mate, you have. And I, I just think ultimately for me, he is a bit of a drip. I, yeah. I just, I think that's the problem. And because he's in amongst the lads, he's trying to be one of the lads and trying to be a bit funny and just coming out with this ridiculous comment. It was just, uh, I mean, I was all guns blazing for the whole Yuandi triangle, as you mentioned, and we'll get onto that shortly. But I just, <laughs> for me, that was the best episode of the whole show. And also, it just epitomizes how narcissistical some of these people are, men and women in there, because it's like, do you honestly think that works when you go out? Because any normal sensing person will be like, get to fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I just. He was brilliant to watch, but for him, he's definitely gone now. That guy will be out of that villa by the end of the week because there's no girl going to want to recouple with him now after that. That is just terrible. Well, his only saving grace is that it's the guys recoupling next, isn't it? Oh, so I don't, right, yeah. I don't know what he's going to do <laughs> because that is going to be, you know, the mother of all apologies. And, and I don't see there's any way back from that because if he's like that, you know, before they go into the villa for some alone time, she must be thinking, well, what the fuck's, what's he going to be like if we did do something? I know. You know, it's just a pure dick. Just cut yeah. your ties there. I think Tom needs to go with someone else. Like I say, I didn't feel like that connection was earned, really. She took an initial shine to him after she got shunned by Tommy. But then after that, you just didn't see anything from them two. So I think he's going to have to pick someone, but I, I don't know who he's going to pick and I think if he picked more he's just flogging a dead horse there yeah I think she's just doing anything she can to stay in the villa to be honest now now they I mean sorry just to be a little bit objective I mean a few minutes before that she had said to Anton if we were on the outside and not in the villa we'd have fucked a long time ago yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know so She she is throwing it out there, and and I think Asa described her as a sex pest the other day because of the way she went after Tommy. And we did say at the time, if that was a bloke acting that way, he'd have been chucked out of the villa. Yeah, yeah, so, he would. You know, just to be a, see it on both sides, but obviously, you know, there's no coming back. I don't think for Tom from that. I think I think Maura will have gained a lot of empathy. People will be back on that bus now from that. I don't know who she's going to couple up with next, but we'll see. No, and I think it makes riveting TV, especially with Casa Amore coming up, Dave, which is going to be, honestly, I know you've never experienced it, but I know I'm building it up and building it up, but my word, if this goes off as in the past, it's going to cause some shit. Not between every couple, but it causes enough, Dave, you to be grips on your seat, like watching it going, what the hell is going on? So so, so I keep hearing about this, and I keep seeing it, you know, some of our Twitter followers throw some out there, they're chomping at the bit for this to happen as well. But I can only see that being a, a big problem for people who have a strong coupling for someone like Moro, who isn't really attached to anyone, I, I don't see that's going to be a, a particular problem from what you, just going off what you've said. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're totally right. It, this spanner's thrown everywhere. There'll be ex-girlfriends, ex-boyfriends, or boyfriend's best friend goes in there and, you know, all this sort of caper. So you do get it, Dave. They're very clever what they do. They know exactly what the, the implications are going to be for the show, and I love it. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it is going to do well to to beat that moment because Tom wins the award for best moment of the series so far, I think, from Tom's perspective for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, Dave, the real reason I wanted to jump on 
happened for maybe about the first half an hour, 40 minutes of this episode. The whole Yuandi, Danny and Arabella triangle. Now, I've got to say, I threw a tweet out there. It got far more traction than a four, and I also got far more abuse than I thought I would get. And somebody who's fucking in this actual podcast puts the whole Simpson back into the hedge fucking gif on saying it was actually Chris who sent that one out. Because I got a fucking dog's abuse for suggesting that Yuandi's playing a game. And all my tweet basically said was, She's acting as if her and Danny have been to fucking together for 20 years and the guy's gone off and cheated on her. When they've been together for 10 days, she's given him one and a half kisses. She's sat on his knee awkwardly and then basically been an absolute bitch to him. But everyone else just fucking went for me, Dave. I was thinking, well, <laughs> people like him. Well, I mean, ultimately, I don't know how many people paid attention to my tweet, but I, I mean, people who've listened before know that we tweet out, you know, separately. So we have a little bit of a competition between ourselves who can send out the funnier tweets and whatever. And I saw that one that you'd sent out and it, it's literally, forget not, that first 90% of it. It was just that last, those last few words, you know, something like, sorry, Team Yuandi or something. This is team bullshit. I'm on team bullshit or something like that. And I was just like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> That's right. Put the old Homer Simpson banging into the head. She was like, yep, this is Chris. Nothing to do with me, this one. <laughs> no, but let, 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 let me get it in context, right? So I am still, I've seen all this thing go down and the, the stuff with Yuandi for me. I don't know whether it's a generational thing, Dave, because I'm being deadly serious now. Everyone I've spoke to who's around about our age has all said, I've not had anybody in support of her, but a lot of the younger ones are like, that's bit what a bastard that Danny's. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't think he comes out of in, in any in a good light whatsoever. And I know you agree with that. I'm not trying to put words into your mouth, but I think Arabella has took the piss. She knows exactly what she's doing. She's got in there. The, the one person you don't want to upset is the one that everyone loves, which was Yuandi. And I don't get it. I I honestly think, I know she's a clever girl and she really is, you know, you can tell that by some of the things she said, but I actually just think she's playing the game. She knows she's going to get TV time. And by reacting like this, I mean, Dave, come on. It's, I mean, I've been married 20 years. It'd be like something happening to me or whatever. You, you know, you just... There's a different reaction. Ten days, you're with this guy. And they've not really had great conversation, have they? Or they've been in bed together or they've, they've no. furthered that relationship. It's not like, as much as I, I don't like it, it's not like an Amy where, where she, you know, they have been in a relationship, they've been sharing a bed. And obviously, you know, Tommy's took it a bit further with Molly and things like that. So I don't get it. I don't get what the uproar is. And I certainly wasn't expecting the backlash that I got because I was thinking, well, it is going to be split because these people in there you like, people in there you don't like. And the one thing that I did get called out on was saying that I'd not said the same about Molly May, but we had, we'd said it on the podcast. I'm not sure whether I said it on social media because there's that many tweets we sent out, but we certainly called Molly May out big time, didn't we? I even called Lucy out at the start. Yeah, and I think I, I found it a bit galling, to be honest. Tommy was sticking the boot in a little bit later to Danny. I'm like, hang about, fuck off, Tommy, Mr. Fucking 560. He'd said almost the same words to Lucy, then to Molly May, and then to um, Maura. Yeah. You know, so I found it really hypocritical for him to start giving Danny abuse but what I've got to say is I remember my old boss used to say to me he used to say like you know when you have a particular conflicted event he'd say a curse on all our houses you know so in other words no one comes out of this particularly well but I think and again when you put out that you're on team bullshit I think 
I don't see it that she's playing the game. You might be right, because I remember you saying that she is almost after the sympathy vote, but Danny's actually all in with her. And so, you know, she seems a bit surprised by it. That's why she's being so frosty. I'm going to take it on face value that she's just awkward in this situation. I do think, you know, some of her behavior has set them off on a path down this. When they had that whole conversation about would your head be turned, she was so icy and frosty. And it was so uncomfortable when they were sat there in silence, you know? Yeah. And I think had that not happened, Danny would have been all in. But it should not be this fucking hard in those first exciting days of a relationship. You know, it, it seems like they've missed the fun bit. (laughs) <laughs> yep, they've gone straight to the arguing, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of time for that, let me tell you. <laughs> I've been married 20 years, I love my wife, but there's plenty of that, Dave, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, you've all, you're obviously doing better than me, you know. So, um, let's not go there right now. <laughs> no, definitely not go there. We, we'd be on a different love island, wouldn't we? So let's not go down that route, Divorced Dave. island. Well, I'm um, not there, so I'm, I'm, but anyway, let's definitely <laughs> Sam listens to this, Dave. We'll just cut that right yeah. off. <laughs> so, nah, I'll leave it in. Yeah, um, no, no, I'm leaving it in, but she'll be <laughs> Yeah. She'll <laughs> <gonna> kill me. <laughs> but, I mean, let's let's take that that timeline. So, again, they'd had that whole uncomfortable event. And I was, I was thinking of this in the ad breaks. And I was thinking, well, if, you, if you're at a restaurant or something and you go and have a look at the cakes and you think, oh, those cakes look lovely. And, you know, the person behind the counter asks you, are you interested? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm really interested. You go back after you've had your main and then some big sweaty guy comes out with bad personal hygiene, sneezing all over the place, sneezing over the cakes. And you go, you know what? I'm not interested in cake anymore. I, I think it was in Yawande's hands and Danny's head would not have been turned if she reciprocated more. Now, you can speculate why is that? Is that because of what's happened to her in the past? Is she just a very closed and private person? I, I kind of think, what the fuck are you doing on this show? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and but all that said, I mean, it, it, fucking heart did go out to her. Whatever the reasons, and you can say, I, I do believe she'd set them off on this path. I thought it was fucking heartbreaking to see her there. You know, I, I don't think you can fake that. You know, there are people who've got Oscars who who don't carry that off quite as well. So I, I don't think it's faked. Um, but, yeah, I think where Danny's fucked up, he, he just comes across like he's he's just edging his bets. Again, yeah, I don't yeah. think he would have done had he really felt that, you know, this was this was a good thing with you, Andy. Arabella, I I don't like her, Chris. No, I I was on the team. I'm not saying it, Dave, because <laughs> but I think she knows what she's doing. She's gone for this couple, and like I say the nation's sweetheart as such. I do agree. I don't think she can fake it, you Andy, but I'm still not completely. I know you like you say you, you see it the one way and I see it the other. And that, that's that's the whole point of, of us talking about it. But Danny, for me, and I've studied human body language and, and people's expressions and things like that, you know, the body language is the biggest giveaway of anybody. And when he's talking to the lads, and obviously Michael and Tommy, and like you say, I agree with you, Tommy can you know, I like Tommy, but he's like, come on, mate. You've absolutely blagged three or four girls in there. <laughs> you told them the same bullshit, and you're the moral high ground at poor Danny. Yeah. Has not even he's not even put it out there. He, he basically said to you, Andy, I will not turn. And so to be fair to you, Andy, I did see today after the show there that he had been told by her, you know, 
are you sure about turning your head? Because he shouldn't have said that. And obviously, he's trying to give a reassurance. But I think the way it's all played out, it's played out great for the TV and everything. But Arabella has just game-played her because she, now she's sort of thinking, oh, hang on, girl code, I better get tell them all what's really happened because the lads are onto it. And when, when the lads were doing it, and like I say, Michael, uh, Michael, Danny was there, and he genuinely wasn't blinking, he wasn't twitching, he wasn't fidgeting. His whole body language was just passive and open as if to say, I haven't got a clue what I've done wrong. And I sort of get it. But then on the other side, you don't go around to Arabella saying, I'm fucking, you know, I, I'm, I'm open to it or whatever. Because he did play a game. Because the next minute, Yuanda actually kissed him, didn't she? So I think for me... I, that's where he's fucked up. Yeah, exactly. And I, I have no, I'm not, look, I'm not completely burying Yuanda, despite what people think. But I do also think that what he did was completely wrong. And... He is making a rod for his own back now with what's going on. And and I just don't see, with them two, they're just not compatible. You can't flog a dead, dead horse, Dave. At the end of the day, you can't keep going back to that well if there's no water there. And I'm going to keep throwing these weird analogies out there because, for me, they're not compatible. They're not compatible. Move on. And I know she might be scared that she'd get kicked out of the, the actual villa. Surely... Being happy is more important than your five minutes of fame. She's going to get enough time when she goes out. And I, I'm being completely honest. I do agree because I want to see my daughter in that situation, Dave. So, yeah, I think you've got a point, but I'm still calling game playing to a point. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it before. I don't want to repeat myself, but, you know, what is she doing on the fucking show? You know, she, if she can't open up, you know, I, I thought after, you know, when she sat, she was the one who called, you know, for the three of them to have a discussion. And I yeah. thought she was pretty measured. She was just about keeping a lid on it, wasn't she? I thought from that moment, you know, she played it quite well. She was calling it out and just trying to have that discussion and trying to figure out, okay, where are we? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, she'd said in that conversation that, you know, she finds it very hard to express her emotions and whatever. And I, I just can't, it just keeps coming back to me. What are you doing here? Yeah, exactly. This is not the place to work out your emotional, you know, uh, baggage. And I think, you know, it, my biggest bit of advice to you, Andy, is before you start getting into a relationship with someone else, you have to love yourself. And that's where she's she's getting it wrong, I think. I love myself a few times a week. It really helps me to uh, work out the crankiness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say how many times I do, Dave. <laughs> no, obviously throwing in a, a, a bit of a gag there. But I, I, no, seriously, she needs to just be comfortable with herself. Yes. We don't know you know, what's gone on in the past. I do question a little bit, you know, this thing that she's been burned over. You know, is it just something like this Danny event? I don't know. But, you know, being in a relationship doesn't define you as a person. I sound like Curtis now, don't I? <laughs> I, want to drop, I want to drop them between there in a minute. I say, go on. <laughs> so, no, that's, that's, it, that's it off... Um, off my my kind of moral high horse but I, I genuinely just think she's in the wrong show and i mean when we get onto the recoupling that's that's going to be interesting i mean who's danny going to go for yeah exactly i, I think he's desperation with him dave he's dropped a bollock he, he put all his eggs with her he realized his time towards the end 
was he thought it was coming to an end. So he had, thought, right, I've got to make a move. And I think this is where the Arabella thing's coming. He's just basically hedging his bets in it. I've got to say, I think the only person who could have called Danny out and I would have been completely satisfied with him was Michael because Michael called you Andy out and said, look, he's grafting. You're having none of it. I am. And she went, no, you're not. And he was, and, and he called her and he called him out. And Michael's the only one who I've got complete respect for out of the lads in there. Because Tommy giving it the big and was like, wow, you'd have been recoupled for what, yeah. three or four days and you, you're giving it the, and I do like Tommy a lot, but my word, hypocrisy runs through the veins of most of them, I think. Go you're right. Sorry. I mean, I, I thought Michael came out of that really well, you yes, know, and, well. and, you know, what do you, what do you call it? A proper dickheady move. Yeah. You know, and you're right, you know, he, yeah. he'll call you one day out when he feels he needs to. He'll call uh, Danny out when he needs to. So no utmost respect for him. Yeah. I do have to say, I think the girls gave some shit advice, though. You know, Anna, they took her upstairs and, and Anna was saying, don't ever doubt yourself. Well, that's just shit advice, isn't it? Yeah, Saying that's... that to a fucking scientist as well. Of course, you have to have doubts. You have to think about things. You have to analyze things. So have confidence in yourself. You know, that would be a good thing to say. Just, you know, all men are scumbags. That might be an okay thing to say in that in that scenario. But I just thought that was a shit bit of advice. And Amber was, you know, she said, I just feel drained. And again, my heart was going out to her at that point. But Amber said to her, don't feel drained. Again, I'm sorry, but that's just shit advice. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. feel drained. Oh, right. Oh, thanks for that. I, I feel great now. I I know they were trying to be there for her, and, and it was good that they were there, but it just hit me like an electric shock, you know, one after the other. Just two bits of really shit advice. I agree. I, I don't think, to be honest, I don't think Danny's got much of a personality, to be honest. He's quite wooden, no. really, really. I just think he's ended up getting caught up in something he wasn't like, expecting. Like Tom, isn't he? No, yeah, yeah. Another model, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's just he's just got nothing. He's just behind the eyes. There's not really a lot there. Now, Dave, I've got to say, while all this is going on, I absolutely buzzed off the fact that Curtis and Amy come back in, like Danny and Sandy, and nobody cared because of what had happened. They came <laughs> in off a whirlwind, didn't they? We didn't see them all episode until pretty much near the end. And they came in with this love story, and all of us like, oh, how does it go? And he's like, well, you won't believe this, you know, because around their ears, everything has just been falling apart, hasn't it? And then we did get good old Curtis, Tony Robbins, <laughs> giving his fucking <laughs> advice out again. Fucking just... Get on with Amy. Whatever you're doing with Amy, just carry on. Stop giving out drivel advice. That's all I can see from him. <laughs> on my nerves. Did you see Tommy's face, though, when Amy was talking about how great it was and everything? He was just like, oh, fucking shut up. <laughs> you know what you're saying about you know, yeah, body yeah. language and everything? I yeah. just thought, oh, that's interesting. You know, again, being in that pressure cooker, probably some of the uh, tolerance is probably wearing away there. I agree, I agree. Now, Dave, recoupling, we're getting up to it. What do you think is going to happen, <laughs> especially after what we've discussed? I think we're going to have a few surprises, to be honest. Well, obviously, you know, nails on. We've got Amber, Michael, Anna and Jordan, Tommy, Molly May, Amy and Curtis. They're sorted, aren't they? Yeah. So there are question marks, you know, how's that love triangle between Danny, Uandi and Arabella going to go? Uh, Tom... <laughs> Is another one who needs to make a choice. You've got uh, Maura there, so that could go that way. You've got Anton and you've got Lucy. So I, I think Anton could just make a tactical coupling up with Lucy. I think Danny, I mean, I, I, honestly, 
He's got to make a choice, hasn't he? I think at the minute, and we saw in the preview for tomorrow, that Arabella is still interested in him, which I'm a bit surprised about after he's just been exposed for all his lies and stuff. I think Danny should go with, with Arabella. And I think for Yuandi herself, she needs to be off the show. She needs to work out her issues off the show. So uh, for me, it would be the best thing for her to be left off it. I, I think that's a good point. And I think Mystic Chris is coming in. So all the couples who are coupled up, no problem. Amber, Michael, you know, Tommy and that, as you mentioned, they're all staying together. I think one of two things is going to happen. Well, obviously, Tom's still going to be there because he's got to pick somebody. So he's going to pick Maura, whatever we think of that. Believe that either Lucy or Yuandi will actually walk before they get to the vote. I think they're going to get around the, the table, around the fire pit, whatever it is, around the chairs. I, I think probably sway towards Lucy more than anything because we've not seen much of her. There's no one in there that's got her an interest. And I think the producers are going to be thinking, well, she's just going to be like that, mate, that tags along in a party of three, you know? So I think Lucy may walk, Dave. But if she doesn't, I think Anton will pair up with her. I do agree with that. But the Yawandi one, that could be an absolute disaster, Dave. That could be an absolute... Daniel, just get, if he doesn't pick her, he's going to get absolutely thrown under the bus. I'm telling you, he'll get absolutely nailed by everyone. There's going to be blood on the walls, isn't there? Oh, he's going to get fucking hammered if he, if he doesn't pick her. So I don't know where he goes. It could just be Arabella's gone more than anything. I don't think they're going to get a reprieve and they're going to bring in two lads or they're going to say you're going on a date. I think that's it. Whoever goes, he's gone. Because Callum's the only one who's gone, really. I think if if Danny picks you, Andy, he has to go all in, though. He can't yeah. just couple up with her and then, you know, try and get to know Arabella more. You know, yeah. it, it's fucking Love Island, for fuck's sake. So it's not the real world. So in the outside world, if those two were going out and he was edging his bets with Arabella, banged out of order, you know, but in Love Island, surely that's that's the whole thing is you, you're developing these multiple relationships and you see, all right, I've got a connection with this person. Oh, wait, but there's this new person and I've got a connection with them more. You know, the whole thing is designed to fucking create drama. So yeah. I, I'm not sure if it's a good thing. I, I'm not going to repeat myself, but I, I don't think it's a good thing for you, Andy, herself, if Danny picks her, but he's not all in. And I don't think he should be all in because, like I say, they've, they've skipped a bit there. They've skipped the fun bit of getting to know each other, you know, having a bit of a laugh, and they've gone right straight to the 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 gritty drama of it all. Yeah, yeah. And I do think, we mentioned Castle Amori before, I do think we need a shake-up now. I don't think these many avenues are going to cause some controversy over the next few days. Once this settles down, whether he picks her or not, they've got to ruffle some feathers big time. So I think that's what we'll get. Now, Dave... A big thank you, as always, today. The social media has been amazing, good and bad. And I hope that any of you guys listening, whether you agree with me or Dave, are enjoying the show. We've got a nice little voicemail that we want to play from one of our listeners. Ed, Ed, give us a review on iTunes. And I want to thank him as well. So this is Ed's take on what he sees in Love Island. And big thanks, Ed. All right, lads, Eddie Rue here, or uh, at Brent Slavile on, on the Twitter. Um, and speaking of Brent, Kurt's exactly like Brent out of motivation where he's given, given the speech. I think he's smuggled in one of those little books with Native American wisdom. Would that be the clock chat? Um, and yeah, it's just, 
obviously it's funny when Anton does it because it's unintentional, but it's, it's just it's just too obvious from from Curtis. And I think the big thing that you probably didn't pick up on quite enough from the last episode was, um, you know, Curtis is just like trying so hard to please Amy, where he was like thinking, "All oh, right, that right, I'm kissing her, I'm definitely kissing her, so I'm going to give her a higher mark." You know, because even I think he even went back and said, "Oh, I wouldn't have given it actually a 10. So and I just think he's doing that because he's worried that she's going to give him a bollocking later and that's just like not where you want to be in a relationship so yeah I think Castro Moore can't come soon enough for Curtis and I think giving a week off from not being around Amy will probably probably help him and the other one I want to see on Castro Moore is uh, Amber I mean probably someone will need at least a week to try and break her down but it'd be nice to see if um, I got shaken up a little bit because I think otherwise Amber and Michael might might be coasting and there's quite a few weeks to go so I think that's probably what the series needs the most anyway lads keep up the good work chat to you later bye So echo what Chris has said there. Thanks very much, Ed. And again, I haven't seen this Casamora thing before, but if it's if it's half as good as what Chris says, then uh, really looking forward to it. And I agree. I think probably I, I, there's no doubt for me, Amber and Michael are absolutely the strongest couple in there. And as you said, Curtis and Amy, Curtis is apologizing for stuff already that he he hasn't even done. So, you know, although I think in the first few days they look like a strong couple, I'm I'm not entirely sure that they are. So it'd be really good to see if, you know, throwing those two in uh, gets us that nice bit of drama. Again, I think Ed, he's pretty much on the money with us. He's in pretty much agreement with us, isn't he, Dave? There's, there's been a few Brent moments from Curtis. I think the Michael and Amber one's a very good point as well, trying to ruffle some feathers in Castoramore. I think might need it, might need a bit of doubt, a bit of something. He might bring him even closer because, like he said, they are just coasting at the moment. So I think really good voicemail. And again, thank you so much for taking the time, Ed, to actually you know send us a message. And we have actually invited him on the show, and I'm hoping that our schedules will sort of collide, not collide. Our schedules will sort of mix in so we can do something next week, possibly. So big thanks again and keep listening. And as Ed has done, if you do want to leave a voicemail for us, then please get over to Anchor and get on there. Use the app and you can find Love Island cast on there. And these are great features, I keep saying. So leave us there. Give us some feedback, whether you think on the show and how you think things are going to play out. And if you want to get in contact with the show, plenty of us are. On Twitter, it's at Love Island Cast. Or if you want to email us, it's the Love Island Cast at gmail.com. I mean, Dave, you know, we're always responding. It's either one or the other. If it's something controversial, as in last night, we usually do put our names to it. You know, so. <laughs> I was going to say, it's usually Chris. Yeah, it's usually me. <laughs> <laughs> the bull in the china shop. But it is all done for fun. And we're really, really enjoying all the feedback and all the lovely comments. So thanks very much, guys. And Dave, have you got anything before we go? Well, I just want to give some shout-outs to some of our Twitter followers. So, honestly, some of the tweets are just hilarious. So, first one want to shout-out is at Danny Raven. Uh, tweeted us a picture of a bowl of dicks for Danny. So, I think that was before <laughs> um, the episode tonight. Uh, Lady Beige, the lovely Lady Beige as well. She's put that there's no need to talk about Anton, Anton's butthole saving. Maura's going to rip Tom a new one. <laughs> so, <I think laughs> absolutely there. And man after my own art, even though everyone does think I'm from Manchester, I'm actually originally from Liverpool. We've got Origi as a super sub. Uh, mm. says you Andy has been smart in pulling them over together. So again, that was that was during the episode tonight. So I think, Chris, to finish us off, 
It is such an iconic moment tonight. I have to refer to another iconic moment as a reference. So I'm going to say, Tom, some people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now. 